0: what's going on everybody welcome back to another episode of lasting thoughts podcast i am your host digital relaxation we are back again for another episode and this is well this is the last episode recorded of 2022 but this is going to be the first episode of the new year so as you are listening to this um yeah happy new year to everybody um sure everybody is setting out their new year resolution goals and all of that um i don't i don't think i really have one uh at least because i'm still in the past (laughs) uh so i'm not thinking about it so maybe by the time i'm done recording this i'll probably have one but as of right now i'm nah um granted this year was this was this was a very solid great year uh no complaints um um, things got. I noticed things got shaky in a certain area in my life, and that episode might be the next episode I'll be able to talk about that. And unfortunately, I, I said last episode that I wanted to try to get a guest on this episode, but um, yeah, scheduling and whatever. So hopefully, we can make that happen next episode. Um, so you just got me so I'm rambling I even probably start well I did probably start but you know what I mean I usually say what I usually say um so yeah um if you guys like what you hear what you are gonna hear um please be sure to share this uh rate it all of that good stuff that's gonna be the that should be the new year goal. y'all should be rating this podcast <laughs> for next year if y'all haven't um get everybody who have like you know who likes podcasts to rate this as well, um, but yeah. So start off um, as always. Well, this is a, I'm gonna do the wrap up. So I'm gonna be talking about just about not everything, but different things that I've been into during the year. That you know, the things that stuck with me or I enjoyed. But as of right this moment, what I'm currently into, um, I started, um, I finally started to uh, rewatch The Wire again. Um, I am almost done with the second season. And I I enjoyed, see, and that's what I'm saying, like watching things again, when you have more grasp of the characters and and what's the story that's being told. Um, I enjoyed the second season a lot more than the first view because usually, that's the season that kind of stops everything for like we were following the specific storyline and then the storyline just shifted to something completely different in the second season but they were still like sprinkling the previous storyline in the background so it was like we were trying to follow up with three different storylines and it was like eh. um but yeah um i was able to enjoy that because i was able to understand what characters' roles were now because now that I know who everybody are by the end of the show, um, seeing certain characters who got established, uh, like who had a major role like in the later season, seeing them like they, they are debuting in this season and it's like, oh, now I can see like ooh, where their mindset was when they first came here and why they got to a certain point. So seeing the little puzzles and the breadcrumbs being formed uh but yeah i'm enjoying it um and of course i am playing cyberpunk yet again (laughs) i am on my fifth playthrough um i am doing a another male nomad um only because i feel like all my males have been um they got the short end of the stick of me enjoying the game because uh, well, of course, the number one, not the number one, but the common uh, criticism for the male V is usually the voice actor, like his voice kind of brings you out the, the emergence because he sounds a certain way. So if you make your character to look a certain way, the voice won't match how you look. So it's kind of rough. And you could kind of get that with female V two, but not so much. Um, but yeah. Um, so my first playthrough ever was a male V, but like I said, I didn't enjoy my first playthrough at all. I didn't understand how to play the game properly, none of that. My third male V was honestly, he was just a sacrifice. I literally just made him just so I can uh, get the final achievement for when I'm 100%. So this is gonna be my, f- legit first Mel v that i focus like his build and focus on the immersion of the game and so i'm taking my time with this one and like i said i already got a six game playthrough already in my mind so <laughs> cyberpunk that's that's just been my game like all year <laughs> um but yeah that's mainly what i've been up to i mean there's other things going on in my life too but not not saying i want to brag but i don't know i just don't feel like putting it out there like that just doing what i can living my life um so yeah let's get started with this wrap up like some do this in categories this might be short might be long i don't know um depending on what it is i'm speaking about Uh, the first thing of course is my podcast um i would put this last but honestly there's only one thing that i focused on my podcast for 2022 which um was my goal was to have more guests um, on this podcast which i did achieve this goal and um if i can think off the top of my head i had six seven Six or seven guests on my podcast this year, so compared to when I first did my podcast, I think I only had like three guests. Um, yeah, so I guess I doubled <laughs> my guest rate. Um, and like I was, this episode was supposed to be a guest episode, which would have been the seventh or eighth guest, even though technically this episode, well. <laughs> Technically, the ep- this episode was already supposed to be out. Um, I skipped the week mainly because, you know, Christmas. Uh, speaking of that, because <laughs> this was also supposed to be a Christmas kind of theme episode as well. Um, but since we on the New Year's, so, um, yeah, let me quickly just talk about Christmas. Well, not really talk about Christmas, but more so as hope you guys all had a great Christmas. Um hopefully you guys got some cool things or just basic necessities that you probably didn't feel like getting for yourself but somebody gifted for you <laughs> um, and yeah just spend time with the family and have a good time that's mainly what I did um, but yeah Christmas um, but this is the new year episode now so sadly I can't really really get into the festive mood anymore um, so yeah uh, this episode was supposed to have been out last week but I gave a break because of all I wanted to do the guests and Christmas was happening and you know schedules was conflicting so I took this week off just have a break and then we come back um, but here we are. Um, so yeah, I, yeah, I'm satisfied with having more guests, which, but sadly, <laughs> to be negative, um, the guest that I wanted on my podcast the most who has yet to go on my podcast is my best friend. I've been, I mentioned her in like almost every episode and I, now and I've just been wanting us to do an episode for the longest and things just got hectic for her, especially now in this time. And so that got even more and more hard to do, um, which is crazy because I got her on my game when I did my gaming podcast with um Dodge, uh we got her on that on that podcast. <laughs> but I wanted her on this one because of more variety of what I talk about and I know how me and her speak. So and I like hearing her point of view and stuff. I I, I enjoy listening to her talk. So but yeah. So that's the only negative thing about my guest. The only the guest I wanted the most is the one who i couldn't get but i got a few guests some guests that i you know i just met through uh podcast groups some guests were friends of mine so meeting new people mean friends also um for the i also made my first appearance on somebody else's podcast which um that was a uh, mutinous um black moriarty he was the last guest on my podcast. Um, I was on his show at first and, you know, returned the favor he appeared on my podcast. So, you know, it's nice to make friends do podcasting as well. People with common goals and common interests and all of that. Um, uh, but yeah, um, I mean I don't wanna say my goal is the same because I'm in a, I'm in a different point in my life right now with not so much podcasting, but so much more of my social life. Like I said I'm gonna talk more about that in the next episode, but brief um speak on it about I like I'm slowly like removing myself from like social media, but you know I gotta promote my podcast and stuff, so trying to figure out how I'm gonna do that. Also dealing with um, wanting to rebrand my stuff as well, but yeah, whatever. Um, I'm not sure, well, I doubt it, but um, also on on my YouTube channel, um, this Tube Relaxation. I uploaded my third episode of the What If series um, where I talked about the All City Chess Club, which is a rap group that um, Lupe Fiasco tried to form, but sadly was short lived as they only was able to just do one song together and then they just disbanded. <laughs> so if you want to know about that, uh, check out my YouTube and hear about that rap group and what happened. Um so yeah that's podcast. Let's get into the next thing. Um let's talk about movies. Um I saw a few movies but in terms of what came out this year um the ones that I enjoyed the most uh I enjoyed Doctor Strange. Um I can well yeah cuz I forgot. I thought that um, Spider-Man was this year, but it wasn't. It was actually last year. Well, two years ago. Jeez. Um, so, there's that. Uh, Doctor Strange and Black Panther, of course. MCU films. Um, those were some good films. Um, Thor was alright, but it wasn't groundbreaking. Not saying that they need to be groundbreaking but like uh, and uh, I didn't resonate with it to put it on this list of movies I thoroughly enjoyed like it was just cool to watch um, but yeah Doctor Strange Black Panther um, One Piece of course the, this is my second uh, time watching a One Piece film in theaters I um, actually seen Uh, Doctor Strange and Black Panther in theaters as well. Been going to the theaters a lot, apparently. Um, But, yeah, I think, I think Film Z was in theaters in America, but I did not see that in theaters um, because I was still a broke college kid, I think. (laughs) Um, So, I didn't watch that. Um, I don't know about Strong World either, but yeah. But I did watch um, Stampede and uh, this one. Um, Why the hell can I think of the name? Uh, uh, Shit. (laughs) Uh, The name escapes me. Um, Film Red. Um, Because I'm I'm thinking also, because I skipped, um, I said Film Z, but I also skipped Film Gold or... I think it was Film of Gold or something like that. Uh, that was the movie that came after Z, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I don't... I think I feel like that's, like, one of the weakest One Piece movie in the fandom. In terms of, like, the time skip movies, I think that's, like, one of the weakest. <clears throat> or the weakest of the time skip movies, but also got probably one of the weakest. Um, but, yeah. Uh... Not the movie that I watched That came out this year But you know I forgot that it came out this year um, Which was on Netflix On Bullet Train I talked about that I think last episode um, So Yeah those are the movies That came out this year That I enjoyed Because I watched Other stuff that I talked about I talked about the Rush Hour trilogy I talked about um, The Mask <laughs> Shortly So Yeah Movies um uh, going into music uh <laughs> albums that came out i wrote this but i think <laughs> uh just came out this year let me make sure yeah it did come out this year all right um so music um i put this one kind of at a tie but um i got denzel curry and joey badass Well, because originally I was doing this listing as in like the top five things I enjoyed this year. It'll be me and the guests, but yeah. Um, So I can just talk more about music I was into and whatnot, or just the music in general. Um, But Denzel Curry dropped his album early in the year. um, If I'm not mistaken, this came out March. (laughs) Um, So... They taught the year off with this album. This is the third album of Denzel Curry I have listened to. I I heard Unlocked. That's technically an EP. Um, But, yeah. Um, I didn't get into Denzel Curry until Taboo. Um, So, I'm not going to claim I'm the biggest Denzel Curry fan, but... I just, it was one of those things where he randomly came on my, on, uh, my recommended on YouTube and I'm like, uh, let me check this dude out. And I didn't realize that he was actually the dude who made, um, uh, geez, what's the song? what's the song? I don't want to say infinite. I don't think it's infinite. Ultimate. (laughs) That song, which that was like a popular song, I think. I don't want to say during Vine days, but probably towards the end of Vine days, I think. That was kind of a popular song, um, like towards the end of Vine. Um, so I didn't know that was, I didn't even know that was him. Uh, but yeah, I got into them to Taboo, then Zoo came out. That was a good one. Nah. Uh, Zoo was a very balanced, because usually when you hear Denzel Curry, it's like, you know, he's all over the place with with his energy and whatnot. Um, Zoo just felt like. A, it just felt like a, a a rap album, if that makes sense. Like if you listen to his music, most of his stuff is kind of experimental in terms of like the traditional hip hop. Um, so Zoo felt more just like this is just a plain rap album. Um, and then he dropped Melt My Eyes, See Your Future This Year. Um, which was a good album. Um I enjoyed that. I definitely played it a lot when it first came out. Um I recently went back to it again and it's still still good, still holds up. Um good album. Um Denzel Curry, I saw a video. I didn't watch it, I mean I saw the title of the video called like the Denzel Curry problem or something like that. And I don't know what he spoke about in the video, but just seeing the title and going off of my assumption I felt like the thing with Denzel Curry which he also kind of mentioned in uh, this album is like despite he's supposed to be one of those uh, like the leader well not the leader but one of those the new generation when um, the freshman list I think this was 2016 freshman the infamous quote famous <laughs> freshman list um, so he was on the 16th the 2016 freshman cover and when you l- look at the cover the, I think the problem is that you will look at him and categorize him as this kind of rapper especially when like I said his most popular song if you don't know him was Ultimate which if you heard that song that's like the most out there um song ever like he's just top of his lungs shouting and the beat is just knocking hard as hell <laughs> so you think he's just like one of these hype young rappers so <clears throat> and they put him in the cypher which is like i think this is like the most viewed cypher in the freshman list of like all freshman lists which is um him uh little little uzi vert little yachty kodak black and 21 savage and it's like when you look at them by picture he fits because this is when he was still rocking his dress. but now he um he cut his hair recently and got it into like a spiky afro <laughs> um like a super safe because he is inspired by anime as well um but yeah when you look at him he looks like he fits but if you listen to his actual music like you really a fan of his music he does not fit at all because he's an actual dope rapper um, compared to the other dudes There's just like not saying that they trash but like their style is like they they aren't the same um, so I kind of felt like I, feel, I don't know what it is it's like he got he just got categorized um, by his appearance by the mainstream world. Like people thought that this is how he was, but when you listen to the music, he's not that way. So it feels like people are like, oh, he's not what we expected to be. So how do we properly market him? So I feel like that's the issue with Denzel Curry. It's like, he's good, but they try to market him one way when he started coming out, but they realized that's not how he is. <laughs> so they kind of like, didn't understand well i'm not gonna say they i don't know like his label or what the situation is if he's backed by anybody's management but talking from like i guess fan standpoints if if your first time seeing denzel curry is through that cypher or the ultimate song then yeah you wouldn't understand like how to properly categorize him. um but yeah <laughs> um no problem um I put Joey Badass, because i was supposed to put them as a tie. <laughs> um, but Joey Badass dropped uh, the 2000 album, which I actually um, recently re-listened re- to it yesterday, of uh, me recording this. Um, and again, um, it's, it, it's, just a, it's, it's just a... It's just a very mid but not in a bad way album <laughs> like it's just there like it doesn't do nothing like he doesn't shift the culture he doesn't he doesn't I feel like in me personally like, he doesn't he didn't level up with this album like he's just still where he's at even though he claimed and won the first song uh, to be the top three greatest rappers of this era Um, I feel like he just didn't. He didn't level up um and not like not to throw no shade onto joey because i was never into joey when he first came out. Oh, my cousin i, yeah, I felt like i told the story but to tell it again with context um my cousin tried to put me onto joey badass because we're all from brooklyn and you know support support the homies <laughs> i mean i don't know joey Badass personally but you know what i mean uh so like you no support you know the local rappers whatever so um he came out with Survival Tactics, the music video. And he was like, Yo, listen to the, this rapper man from Brooklyn, you know blah blah blah. I'm like, all right, I'll listen to him, I guess. And I listened listening to the first verse. Joey had the first verse. I'm like, all right, that's cool. That wasn't bad. Uh and then the second verse came on, which was Capital C's, and I'm just like, Oh, this was the person you supposed to be telling me about. <laughs> um, so you know, I got more as a Capital Steez music than Joey music and unfortunately Capital Steez ended up, you know, taking his own life and cutting his career, his very short career, even more shorter. Um and it left Joey Badass in the spotlight which they was kind of like Mainstream was kind of putting the spotlight on Joey Badass as the as the figurehead of the whole collective of the whole Beast Coast like there was the pro era which that's Joey Badass and Capital Steve's group Um, then there was Flatbush Zombies which was the trio and the Underachievers which is a duo and they all together called themselves Beast Coast you know but Joey Badass was more so like the figurehead of the whole movement and it's like that I don't know I don't know why they marketed him because I I guess it was the whole he's just a young dude because he was only like 17 when he dropped his debut mixtape so like I guess they wanted to market the young kid who, who gives us that 90s flow you know he's bringing hip hop back and you listen to Capital Steve's, <laughs> his music is very, you know, diverse in topics. You know, one moment he's talking about governmental corruptions and the next moment he's just talking about things that's just, going, you know, his issues in his life, going through the fact that, you know, he didn't grow up with a father figure in his life and then he had a stepfather who was on drugs um, and... Dealing with the fact that he's, you know, getting thrust into manhood sooner than he wanted to be while at the same time doing this music thing. And yeah, so like he was diverse into everything and it was hard to market someone like that, who especially the way he marketed himself with the 47 logo and everything. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. But, yeah, um, 2000, very, very in the middle. Um, I I wouldn't say you would dislike it if you hear it, but, you know, if you listen to Joey Bass' music before, I wouldn't feel like this was the one that was like, oh, he know, he did it, he did it again, (laughs) or whatever. So, that's 2000. Um, Then next... Uh, next we got um, Kendrick uh, He dropped Mr. Morale And the Big Steppers At the Funny album Joey Badass And Kendrick They both Well The the, the next three rappers um, Starting with Joey Badass And Kendrick And the rapper after this Been Gone In terms of their The last time they dropped the album Was like Five years it's, plus from each Rapper. So, Kendrick finally coming back after dropping his damn album, which was, what, 2017? 16? 17? Probably 17. Uh, let me make sure. Yes, 2017. Um, so, finally dropped his... Mr. morale big steppers was technically a double this album which I, I don't know funny it, it didn't feel like that to me I don't know why like <laughs> uh, I guess it was it was just uh, I think also because as an album altogether I think it is short um so it didn't feel like uh you know like one long album yeah the length is only 78 minutes i mean that's a little over an hour um uh, let me look at because i know when you listen to tubac he dropped all eyes on me i don't know how long it is but it feels longer <laughs> um they don't have the time frame that sucks Let me see. They showing me the freaking movie. (laughs) Uh, Trying to see how long the whole album is. Oh, there we go. Damn. (laughs) So there you go. The difference between the double double disc album from Kendrick was 72 minutes that was a double this album Tupac's double this album All Eyes On Me is 132 minutes so yeah <laughs> like it felt longer so I don't know like I didn't get the it felt like a double album feeling to me it just felt like it was just one yeah decent length album um which I don't wanna I'm doing a whole lot of typer. um Let me see this album, how long this was, if I can find it. Yeah, wow. (laughs) Yeah, so not to, I'm not trying to like downplay, it's just calling it a double album. To I don't know, to make it, to, to, cause you giving it the title that it's a double album, which you know, that's Tupac was the first rapper to do a double album album Um, so like to put yourself in that category as yeah I'm one of the rappers who have to double album and you have to pimp a butterfly which is 78 minutes long it's longer than Mr. Morale and this one this album (laughs) I don't know so but I think it could also be part of like moods um, one half of the album can be inserted because I did that with my album, which I'll get into that later. Which I categorized the track listing as a side A and side B, like when you flip one side over or whatever. But I didn't categorize it as a double album. <laughs> um, so yeah. So, Mr. Morale and Big Stepper, um, I, w- I was trying to re listen to it this week so I can give a better. Um, a a more recent review of how I feel about the album now Um, but I have not heard it in like a few months I haven't heard it in this entirety so I can't give a fresh perspective of the album Um, but I don't know (laughs) Um, it's not a bad album Um, I don't I think, this is, I think this is similar to Joey's Badass, honestly. Um, I don't think, for me personally, I don't think this album did anything to make me feel like he elevated from, you know, his last project, which even that damn was the same thing with me. I feel like, I, feel like, I don't know, I guess he kind of, for me personally, I feel like, I guess he kind of shot himself in the foot with To Pimp a Butterfly. That was kind of his, that was his you know that's probably his best body of work and I don't think Damn or Mr. Morale tops to Pimper Butterfly um not saying that they're bad albums I'm just saying like I said to to outdo your next project should always be the goal. What to do, I'll do your, your previous project should always be a goal as a rapper. Um, and I felt like me personally as a listener, he has not yet to put a better project out than to pimp a butterfly since. Um, but he did, he did accomplish one thing. Um, and I already said, um, Kendrick's best song, his greatest song that he ever created was on this album, which was Count Me Out. This is the first time, because when I listen to Kendrick's album, well, when I listen to Kendrick, I listen to him by album. I rarely, like, be like, oh, let me type up Kendrick Lamar um, in this song afterwards. I'm like, if Kendrick Lamar's songs come on, it's like through a random playlist. So, I'm, I'm never seeking... A song by Kendrick Lamar Like that Except for one song (laughs) Which was um, Cartoon and Serial At the time that was his best song Before Count Me Out came out That was his best song to me Uh, (laughs) That that song is just Dope and gunplay verse was crazy And I don't even think that song is on any project Which sucks Um, But yeah Count me out, that was finally the first time Kendrick made a song where I can finally like I connect to Kendrick Lamar as an artist now, like I can he finally saying something that I can relate to now, like when people like find their favorite rappers, because they make songs that you can relate to, I felt like he has never done that with me, um, through most of his songs. Um, so count me out was finally the song he did that's to me his greatest song thus far um and yeah that's mainly i don't know really what else to say about that album um but going into this next album I'm going to skip it. Uh, well, I'm, uh, I'm going to come back to it. Um, Nas, King Disease 3. Um, I actually just listened to that yesterday as well. Like, so I was going back and listening to a few of these albums that came out this year. So I can have fresh perspective. Um I don't want to it's not mid. It's definitely not mid. The thing with me and Nas is the same thing with me and Jay-Z. Despite being from New York and whatnot. I never really listened to Nas or Jay-Z by album. That is the complete opposite from Kendrick Lamar. Like, they make dope songs that, like, usually, you know, that took over the radio, especially during, like, the early 2000s. Like, they made songs that took over. But albums, I never really ran into, like, their albums. Like... Of course, I listened to the, 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 the main suspects, um, Reasonable Doubt and Illmatic. But since then, um, like I could probably say I listened to the Black Album and American Gangsta from Jay-Z, but it's not memorable. I haven't listened to it since. Like that was probably back in high school when I heard those. Um, but in terms of recent years and like meaning like the past, I don't even know, <laughs> like since college to now, um, I don't even say college probably like five years from now, five, six years ago. Um, I listened to kingdom come from Jay Z, um, which that's like one of his albums that people didn't really like. Cause that was the album that he came back after his so-called retirement. <laughs> um, And I think some people didn't like that album. Um, I actually enjoyed that album. Uh, uh, I think that album was underrated. Since it's an album that people don't really view highly. Um, But with Nas, yeah, I don't... Besides Illmatic, to be honest, I don't think I've listened to any Nas album entirely. Huh. (laughs) Well... Of course, I've listened to the, i listened to the King Disease trilogy and I listened to Magic. But before that, I, the only album of Nas I heard was Illmatic. So when he came out with the King Disease series, I was at the age where I prefer listening to albums now because that was one thing I used to do as a kid. I used to get albums because I just wanted to listen to the single <laughs> and just, you know devalue the entire album effort and um, sometimes I will find a song that that's like not on the radio that's like oh this song actually built. why is this not on the radio but it was rare Um so now that I've you know, gotten to the point where I, like I prefer listening to albums now when I listen to artists like just picking people by song is i don't know that's why i try not to listen to singles either cuz i don't want to be misled that your album is going to sound like the single <laughs> um so yeah so when he came out with the king disease trilogy um i listened to all of them and, and magic and that's why it's hard for me to categorize if you know he outdid himself or whatever type thing you could like i said all I had to go off of is Elmatic and the King Disease. Um I would say th- the album is dope. Um I I would say this album is be- is the best out of the trilogy only because this is the only album that I actually went back to in the King trilogy. I mean the King Disease trilogy. Um Yeah, I probably only listened to the first two like once. Um I think I think King Disease Two has um, the song with him and Lauren Hill. That Lauren Hill verse was crazy. Um, it's either King Disease Two or it was Magic. Let me see. The song was called um, "Nobody," if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, "Nobody" is on King Disease Two, where Lauren Hill um, comes and. Drops a dope verse. Uh, yeah, even King Disease 1, um, which was... Uh, what's the song? What's the song? What's the song? Ultra Black. Um, 27 Summers. Uh, so, um, Car85 was cool as well. The whole album... Like, bro, the King Disease trilogy is dope. <laughs> I'm not going to undermine it. I'm just saying... King, King Disease 3 is, if like I feel like every album was a step up, so he did do what he should have been doing, which was progress through each album, especially at this point of his career where he did not need to do this at all. That's why I was looking at him sideways when this man just came out of nowhere and said, hey, in the span of four years or three years, I'm just going to drop four albums I'm like, bro, you, you already cemented yourself. <laughs> so and top tier albums at that is not all like he just dropped some whatever. I just wanna rap. <laughs> so yeah. Um we got novelists. Um I thought uh I thought Book of Change came out this year. It was actually November. Uh, <laughs> I keep, well, when you hear this, it's gonna be New Year. Um, it came on November twenty one. Um, so I can't count that. Uh, even though that was heavy in my rotation from like that was my winter album. Like I remember just being in the cold last winter, bumping that album strictly. Um, especially because he has a song called Cold Mountain, which is my favorite song on that album, which is like the most. Chill beat song ever. You just in the cold, just vibing, especially with the job I'm doing. <laughs> um, so he came back with the Vagabond EP, which is mainly inspired by um, the manga. Because I listened to his podcast and he talks about uh, he was reading the Vagabond manga, like he was heavily into it. Like he finished the, like the whole thing in like a matter of weeks. So he inspired a whole. Rap EP based off of that But he also mentioned other things too Um, There's one song called I think it's called Zatsuichi Which is he was into the Zatsuichi Film as well (laughs) So I like that It's like you know What he's like into in his life when he talks About certain things in his songs And the references Um, But yeah the Vagabond EP is dope Like it's, It's EP so it's nice and short But has some good replay values dope dope project um i was gonna say no i did not but i don't even think it's for sale um for vinyl yet um i did get um i did get his uh i just said a book of changes uh on vinyl um so yeah Uh. This next one, this was the long-awaited. I talked about this man most times when I talk about music, and and of course, when this year started, I was slowly keeping my eye on him because he was slowly dropping singles and whatnot. And I believe I mentioned last year that, but uh, last year, <laughs> last podcast that that week of me dropping that podcast, he was dropping that album, which is absolutely uh, he dropped Herbert um, So since that album well since that podcast came out and that album has released, that album is dope. episode does it again. <laughs> uh, so this is what I've been waiting for. This is no it's worth the wait. Um, I already gave it several spins, I actually bought, well I ordered the vinyl, it has yet to come. <laughs> so, I'm um, giving this album my full support. Um, this is a dope, dope, dope project. Um, and it's nice cause you, he already mentioned like his approach to this album is different than his previous albums. And it shows and the subject matter, but it was like, he still stood true to himself. So it didn't feel like he went too away. Like, like he didn't just like, hey, I'm just gonna go straight up mainstream this album. Like, if anything, if you was to say he did that on any album, that would be These Days, which would be his technical first studio album, which I already discussed that situation before. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, this is a dope dope comeback album like i said um between joey badass kendrick and abso they both been well they all three been gone since their last albums for five plus years um and abso had the best return of all three um than kendrick and joey um but yeah this album is dope man And, and it's good i'm glad to see like how he's pushing this album too like he dropped like six music videos off <laughs> this album. It's like half the album already Uh <laughs> um the just being out there now, so, Um actually being a rapper. <laughs> I saw that he was on. Um, he mentioned that on Joe Budden's podcast where you like, you know, do I look like a rapper now? <laughs> Cuz he's like, no. This is one thing to like just be a rapper. I think that's like the same thing with Denzel Curry. Like you dope at rapping, but it's also to know the marketing yourself so the mass appeal can hear you and whatnot. Um, so it's good. And not to say, not to stir anything, but of course, we all know that um, Kendrick did leave TDE after uh, Mr. Morale. So, um, you know, it's nice to see him put his foot forward to say TDE is still good despite. The departure, um, so it's good to know. So he puts, you no, know, he put a solid project out, and I believe SZA also dropped the project, dropped the project like right, right between each other. So TDE still going strong. Um, I didn't listen to SZA's album though. Um, I don't know. I'm not going to say it's not for me. I listened to her first album, <laughs> um, and it was cool, but I don't know. I guess it's not for me <laughs> That's, i don't know if i said that right. but yeah i guess it's not for me i don't know it's not bad music but it's not for me um and speaking of me me <laughs> um i dropped my album um which i turned it into an ep for streaming devices with streaming platforms so this is the first time in my 11 year run as a rapper, so if that's what you want to call me. Um, I've... My music is available on streaming platforms. Um, but the, yeah, the thing with this album, which also I'm going to talk about more in depth overall with the next episode is the trials that came with me making this album because... I had a vision and, you know, this vision involved me asking friends for favors, which most of them agreed to, you know, do said favor only to just about almost all of them did not (laughs) do the favor and I got in last minute favors from two people. and It wasn't or I don't know, but it came out. Still, it's still despite it all. It was a great project. Um, I was I was. I'm happy with the album. Um, I still listen to my music. And like, like, cause there's a point. Like when I was younger, well, not when I was younger. Like my early music, I was like, it's hard for me to listen to it because, well, one, the quality, and two, because I knew where i was in my life when i made certain songs and certain things i'm referencing and it's like ugh, like can't believe i talked about that or whatever so it's like i can listen to most of my songs now and like enjoy it because i got better with the stuff i talk about and my and then how i rap i guess i don't know but yeah there's that um but yeah that's the music section um then we got uh, video games. You already know. I just mentioned I'm still playing Cyberpunk again. That's Even though despite the, it did not come out this year, it did get revived this year um, thanks to the anime. Um, glad that people are playing the game um, and enjoying it uh but um also another game that i played this year but did not come out this year was the walking dead the final season um i already talked about how i felt about that game um then the games that came out this year (laughs) it seemed like i didn't play a lot this year but i think wrestling came out this year i'm not sure I think that the that E game came out this year, um, so if you want to categorize that. Then yeah, I've uh, been playing that a little bit. Um, played Sonic Sonic Frontiers. Know how I felt about that. That was a great. It's a good sign. It's a great sign of the game. I um, can't hate on it. Um, of course, you can easily nitpick on some things, um, but. The story was solid. The character development was amazing. That's what actually made me enjoy the game a lot. Was the character development, like, seeing how they grow, like, personality-wise, from all the years we've been playing the game with them. So, it's great. Um, and of course, I 100 at that game as well. Uh, we got um, Marvel Snap, <laughs> uh, which won Mobile Game of the Year in the Game Awards. That I started playing. That that's pretty good. Pretty good mobile game. Good, good time killer. Um, like each match is probably like five minutes long. It's not that bad. Um, good game. Um and Modern Warfare Two, Call of Duty, um, decent game. I haven't been playing it recently because you know Cyberpunk, but when I was playing it, <laughs> I was enjoying it a lot. Um, so it wasn't a bad game. Call of Duty. Finally realizing like they don't need to. I think that's the thing they did. They realized they didn't need to keep making gimmicks anymore. You know, they went into the whole advanced future stuff started doing the EXO stuff and all of these weird gimmicks and then the, either they go into the future or we go into World War 2 and it was like bro just make a war shooter <laughs> that's it um, so they finally basically did that um, which uh, with the good story too um, it was a good campaign um, so and they already definitely teased the third Modern Warfare 3, so we already see where that's going to go. Um, but, yeah. That's mainly most games I've been playing this year. Um, I downloaded Smite again. I want to get back into Smite. <laughs> but, like, my nervousness to play uh, multiplayer games, because I did um, recently quit um, Apex. And for the most part, I feel like I'm quitting Battle Royales as a whole. <laughs> um, so... I don't know. Let me see how that goes. So I want to finally, I want to get back into playing different games and be more versatile. Um, so I might get back into Smite. I just got to learn how to play that game again. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that. Um, and other stuff, which is mainly manga. I've been, you know, I've been reading the, uh, the Golden Sheep manga. Well, I finished the Godashi manga um, Sweat and Soap I'm still reading Blood on the Tracks I'm still reading uh, there's a few other mangas that I am reading too um, I'm reading uh, the um, Uzaki-chan uh, let me see if I get the name yeah Uzaki-chan Well, oh, that's the Japanese name they recently got It recently got a uh, second season on the anime, but I've been reading it. Uh, I read it before the anime came out, Um, but it's a cool manga. Uh, Typical romance (laughs) comedy. Uh, Reading Konojo Mo Konojo, which is a story about this dude who's... um, who finally got who finally got uh, his, uh, his I guess his childhood sweetheart I guess what well, I want, I don't know I think they've known each other since middle school and he like wanted to date her and I think she gave him like oh if you do this by the time we reach high school then I'll date you type thing and they finally started to date and now that he finally got her some girl came and confessed to her and he was like oh sure we can date so he brought her to his girlfriend like hey um she wants to date me but obviously i want to date you but i want to date her as well so is it all right if i two time you <laughs> so that's basically what the whole story it's it's a it's a it's a different take on the harem genre because i kind of don't like the harem genre because usually the m- main character the guy is a complete idiot like he has no clue that all these girls like him and he don't know why these girls like him and he tries to avoid them. like he's the complete opposite he's like oh all these girls like me, but he has morals and values like, oh, I like this girl, but I won't date her. I don't like this girl, but she's attractive. <laughs> so it's like, it's nice to like he's mad direct with it. Um, what else I've been reading? Uh, I read Pumpkin Night, but it started getting weird. I'm still reading it, but it got started getting weird. Um, i mentioned uh welcome back alice uh if that's the name of it um miracle chan if that's how i'm pronouncing it on um, this that actually also got a it did recently get um i think probably last year that it got a season of anime um it's about this girl who has the ability to see the dead but the problem is that they don't look like, you know, when you look at ghosts, like these typical ghosts, like these dudes be looking like the farm tentacle creatures, like monsters, zombies. And she's just like doing her best to avoid letting them know that she can see them. Because like when they notice that, when they kind of notice that she can see them, like they'd be all up in her face like, oh, do you see me? And she just be standing there like petrified on the inside but she like keeping a stone cold face on the on the outside like making it seem like no I did not see you but she's like terrified the whole time so <laughs> there's that um, I've been reading Candy and Cigarettes uh, it's a cool manga about um, this old retired um, dude who I think he used to work in like a government agency but i guess he retired but um his grandson has a sickness that basically puts him in like a a coma state like it's just a sick rare rare sickness like he's just like in a coma state where he's just like there like he's not aware of existing (laughs) um so he's like oh i need to get some money for the treatment so he went back into doing like spy work but he ends up getting teamed up with like this 10 year old girl who's like an elite killer like she's just been trained to kill so it's a dynamic between this old dude trying to like be a spy with this little girl but at the same time it's like damn like you know she's the same age as my my grandson is like this—the the complete difference between them two. Like, she deserves a normal life or whatever. Um, my atypical girl is another one I've been reading. Which most of these most of these mangas I'm reading are ongoing. I, I have problems. Finding ongoing mangas, I need to find ones that's finished so I can actually finish them. So I have a whole lot of manga that I'm reading that's like ongoing. So I'm just waiting for them to update. (laughs) Um, But um, my atypical girl, I talked about this in the few in the podcast before. Um, This is a story of a girl who um, she'd been bullied. Uh, I don't want to say all her life, but you know, majority of her life in school, she got bullied, and I think her parents didn't really stick up for her when she got bullied. And the problem is because she has um, uh, illness, which I believe as of recent they they have this cl- this classified it as an illness, which um is just Asperger, um which I think so they calling it something else now. she has but what it is is like she basically like has she has trouble like kind of understanding certain things like if you talk if you don't talk directly to her she won't understand so like you kind of had to like you can't use like slang or metaphors or whatever around her like you got to talk directly to her, so she will not understand it. And the problem is that when she actually asks questions to understand it, and you know her classmates, even her teacher, get annoyed at her, like, Cause like, well, don't you understand? It sounds like what I'm saying is obvious, but obviously it's not. <laughs> You're saying it in a different way that it should be said to her." Um, so she got bullied for that, and because she was self harming herself and whatever. I don't want to say whatever like that but trying to progress the story um um, and she uh she started reading a manga from this dude who kind of like told who basically wrote a manga that's basically about her story but like with different obviously not detailed detail but so she was able to relate to the story so um she was planning on, you know, taking her own life, but she wanted to meet him before she did so. So, you no, know, I guess to kind of like thank him or whatever, or just to see what kind of person he is. And it ended up them getting into a deep friendship, which I think is kind of a romantic relationship they in now currently. So, but yeah, it's a, uh, it's a. I mean, it's a good read, but like I said, like most of these mangas I'm reading them are still ongoing. What <laughs> um, uh, is another one? I want to say that's mainly it. I can't get, I can't get into to all the stash, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a bunch of manga. I'm reading of course one piece the greatest the greatest of all time <laughs> um so reading that um but yeah that's mainly it so uh about to take a quick water break uh for my throat and then I'm gonna get into this final topic and close this wrap up alright um so to get into this final topic, which uh don't want don't mean to end this episode in a negative way, but I mean uh kinda has to be talked about. I mean the last episode I, t- I believe that was the last episode. I don't remember. taking a break and I forget. But I believe last episode I talked about um, the recent passing of the man who played um, the Power Ranger. I think that was episode 57. Yeah, with Jason, Jason David Frank passing. And I think like literally a day or so after my last episode um, we had the passing of Stephen Boss um, who also went by DJ Twitch um, or just Twitch Um, he was I say DJ Twitch because he was a DJ on Ellen's show Um, but yeah I mean that was another another case of um a of another man taking his own life uh, someone who you wouldn't expect especially like you know moments before not moments but you know before his passing you will see him on TikTok, you know mm-hmm. smiling and dancing with his family and having a good time you think nothing is wrong and then he goes and takes his own life um, so cause my condolences to his family, uh, again, another family who had to spend their holidays grieving, um, same as with, with Jason. Um, and again, like I said, um, men, mental health, the, the, of course, the same, it was the same month, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so we just recently did. We just left um, November, which was Men's uh, Health Month, Awareness Month, and we got two passing of two figures of people. Like you know, when you see them and the stuff that they have done and the stuff they accomplished and their personality when you know whenever you see interviews or videos of them you the last thing you was just you would expect would be that. Um so yeah and of course you know rest in peace to him rest in peace to um, Mr Frank but yeah I mean t- this this is again I mean this is also why I I do this podcast as well not to only just talk about all the fun stuff I enjoy but also talk about all the stuff that I went through myself and the stuff that people are going through and hopefully hopefully some shape or form the right person hears my podcast and can just know that they're not alone and they can overcome this battle um it's just, it is a tough battle. It is a very, very tough battle, and there's a lot of things. Like I said, I don't, we don't know what can make certain people go from one day they was having fun with their family to the next day they got pushed to the point where they disregarded everything and wanted to just be gone, like, I don't. <laughs> I don't know it's it's it's, it's really it's really tough out here um I of course I urge people to find ways to deal with it um me personally I don't believe in trying to take medicines or drugs for it and antidepressants or none of that um I believe that we are, you know, equipped with the natural strength to get through things. I mean, you know, depend on whatever your belief in, you know, if you believe in a higher power or some sort, um, I don't believe that there's anything that's been put in front of you that you weren't meant to handle. Um, there's a lot of things that myself, even recently, just despite the good things that I recently came into in my life. There's a, there is a small, no, there's an obstacle. There's a challenge with having the good thing that came into my life. And it's like trying to not let that drown me out so I can actually enjoy the good that I got into my life. Um, But yeah, um, so find another way you know if it's meditation or something you know me personally i always um i always uh tell people to find some form of creative outlet or expression um find a way to express yourself through some form of mean i mean yeah um twitch like usually say we usually see him like he's on TikTok dancing and having a good time but maybe that wasn't the creative outlet that he needed to get whatever that was on his mind out um, you know some people might can draw their feelings better than they can dance their feelings um, you know for me you know like I said with music you know talk about my lack of friendship and whatnot and relationships in my life when I was younger it was able to keep my head afloat for a bit until I was able to find more new ways to express myself. Um you know, find some way to get your feelings out there. If it's not through any hobbies, um, it has to find it through somebody. Somebody that you can talk to unconditionally. You know, whether it's a therapist or it's a friend you already know for me it's my best friend uh, it's the reason why I want to have her on this podcast because I can talk to her you know without not to sit not with filter but like you know like I don't have to filter my personality around her like some people I'll talk a certain way with because you know that's just I, I keep certain people you know arm lane for whatever and I don't give you all of me uh, but yeah like have someone that you can talk to about anything and you know they can give you perspective on your situation and you could figure it out sometimes you realize the things that's probably stressing you out wasn't really that serious like because you couldn't figure out a way to overcome it but someone had the answer for you and it's, that's, it's, it's, all, it's all about taking that risk of opening yourself up to the right person and that's where the challenge comes because we always feel like there's no one who we can talk to when we're dealing with things like, you know, like there's people in my family. If I say certain things so then I get, I get a lecture about myself and about life. And it's like, that's not what I want to hear. And then I talk to someone else who tells me like yeah, I understand how you feel, but also like, did you think about doing this or seeing it this way? And I'm like, oh, I didn't. Like, I remember, uh, I remember in college, uh, this was my third year in college and I was frustrated because it was my third year. Cause you know, I went there f- to, I went there for my associates, which typically is supposed to be two years, but realizing that my first year was technically non-existent because none, none of those classes was credits, <laughs> so I was basically there for a year doing nothing. Um, but I was just frustrated. I'm like, bro, I'm here for too long like because now I'm over here trying to rush myself out, like, trying to you know I want to establish my life or whatever, but, you know, not realizing that I need to take my time. You know, so I'm like, I'm over here like, man, you know, I'm here for too long. These classes are annoying. Like, none of these classes are even what I, like I went to my major for. Like, I'm over here doing English classes, like I'm supposed to be an art major. <laughs> so like, it, it took a while for most of my art classes to kick in. I was getting frustrated with, with that. Um, the other stuff in my life and I was and I wasn't doing good and I was like my grades was dropping and I was like I think I'm just gonna just give up bro like my last my last grades wasn't great Now like I think I'm done I was doing, uh I was like the first time ever where I was getting bad grades on like my on my papers like usually I get decent grades on when I do papers and whatnot and I'm like bro what the hell like that I forget how to write or something? Like, I don't, like, <laughs> like, well, how am I doing so bad? Like, each paper was bad, then the next one. So my self-esteem was just getting crushed. And the person I was talking to at the time, like, just gave me a different perspective of how I should see things and how I should handle things. And I took that into consideration and I went to I went to go take a shower because like water like the element of water is like my reset button (laughs) Um, like it always clears my mind clears my body and everything so taking what she told me into consideration while I was like de-stressing myself and it like just hit me I was like oh she's right like uh, I'm uh, I'm bugging (laughs) I like nah damn I almost yeah it wasn't that serious i'm just yeah i was bugging so i figured out to get out that slump and you know, one, you know eventually one thing to another to the point where i graduated like i didn't give up so it, uh, it takes that right person to give you the right perspective and of course like i said the right element like you know if it's certain things like if it's music for me like i said for me water is my reset button for me like i just like know being in around water um despite my (laughs) despite my up and down relationship with water of the many near-death experiences (laughs) and accidents i had um that's that's still just my peace place um so yeah man like I know it's hard. I know it's hard. Like for me, even personally, I've been there. all was thinking considering like maybe I might need a real therapist or something. I don't. And it's not so much because I want to get stuff off my mind or whatever. Or I need something. It's more so that I don't know what I'm hiding from myself, if that makes sense. Like, because, you know, some people like you when people deal with trauma or whatever, they kind of. What's the word I'm looking for? Like, you know, when you... uh, The word is not coming to me, but, like, when you basically hide your trauma from yourself and, like, hide it in your mind um, so that, you know, you forget, basically, or you avoid trying to overcome it. So it's like... I'm at a point in my life where like, yeah, I've overcome a lot in my life to the point where I know I won't, for the most part, stoop that low again, but I'm sure there's still stuff that I haven't completely overcome, and usually my dreams are a telling of that. when I start getting reoccurring dreams of certain themes of my life and I question why am I still dreaming about this stuff, because I I thought I'd gotten over this, Um, so I don't know what it is that I'm still hiding from myself. Um, and I so said usually I have my friend to talk to, but <laughs> this year was rough for our friendship. Not so much that it, it went down in terms of communicating, we haven't been able to talk to each other a lot this year, more so towards this point of the year. So, I haven't been able to get a lot of stuff that's been on my mind and, and whatnot lately out because. The person I talked to is not available. <laughs> um, so, but also, it's a good thing that I got this podcast so I can get some, you know, get some stuff off my head and off my chest as well. So it's not just completely just there bothering me. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> I, said, I didn't want to end this on a downer. This is the new year episode again happy new year to everybody um you know hoping this year is gonna be a good one for everyone um for gamers out there specifically this is looking like a great year and i think for anime people as well i've been seeing some people like post some the new anime that's gonna be coming out next year i mean i haven't really been watching anime like that i've just been reading (laughs) so Seem like it's good. Seem like it's a good year for entertainment next year or this year. Um, so hope there's something that's keeping people busy and distracted and and some more hobbies, I guess. Um, but your personal growth. Hopefully, everyone has a great self development. It doesn't even have to be a year. You don't have to force yourself into a yearly thing, but you know. If you want to give yourself a starting point, like, oh, this year I'm going to start doing this, but you don't have to give yourself a cutoff date by the next year. You know, if it's a ten year process, then it's a ten year process. A five year process, a five year process. Don't limit yourself to your own growth. Um, you know, you have the rest of your life to grow. That's what it's about. You know, the wisdom that you get through living your life um so yeah and of course like i said you know for all my people out there who's struggling with stuff especially you know you struggling with christmas probably things wasn't good you probably spent it alone or you know whatever the situation is you know try to find someone you know if it, if you gotta go on group chats or something find people to open yourself up to you don't have to be too transparent but like just get stuff out your system but not in a overly annoying way could this have been some people that um i have you know in group chats i talked to who've been like out there like seeing stuff and it's like bro like we get it (laughs) you're dealing with stuff but you bringing this up like every moment now um so yeah think that's about it for me um and so yeah as always if you guys enjoy this podcast hope you rate it and share it and especially share it if anyone needs to hear that final part um And yeah, um, happy new year! Hope you guys had a great Christmas as well. Couldn't give you guys a proper Christmas episode. Um, and yeah, let's continue to do our thing and grow and enjoy this podcast experience another year of talking. (laughs) Um, yeah, so hope you guys have a great day, a great week, a great year. And until next time, peace.